Hey, you are at 6.33, and today is Wednesday's Wake Up. But first, I want to bless you for being here. I want to bless you for your part in this. I want to bless you for encouraging words. Bless you for reading, listening, and sharing. I want to bless you for being you. We need you. This podcast is me, Kimberly Belrose, faith coach, and also partnered up with Sharon McComb, certified life coach. Our prayer is to spur the believer in you to wake up. On Mondays, you will find us co-host episode called Coaching Works. We challenge listeners to gain an awareness of this profession and how it can help anyone with anything. You will experience coaching firsthand when it naturally happens between us as iron sharpens iron. We testify that in everyday life, coaching works. On Fridays, you will find an episode titled Checkmate. This is with Sharon as she discusses the many ways we get stuck in life, giving insight, tips, and tools from her training and experience to affect change in her life. I also have uh, a blog called Wind Words, a Facebook called The Message with Kimberly. These are free for all for the sign up. You can find me on Facebook and request an invite. It'll be done. You can go to my website, 633-wakeup.com. You can find my blog there uh, for free reading. You can, uh, you know, sign up. For subscription and it will automatically go into your inbox. You can find my coaching packages. Um, and you know, you can go and find Sharon at www.wildflowerwomen.ca. Her coaching is there, more about her, her courses, the things that she does. And both of our websites have our email if you would like to contact us. So come on. Let's move on to today's episode. My prayer is always to wake up your believer to believe for more. So I'm going to share from a wind word recently that I wrote. And it is titled, What Does Fruit Look Like? It goes like this. Today, I'm reminded of fruit. I know I've already talked on this topic and I'm sure that I will again and again. The Bible is very clear that we should be producing fruit, is it not? Usually when I think on this, I picture fully formed fruit on a tree. But today, this vision blew my way. I could see the blossoms on the tree gradually turning into little apples, so small that to the naked eye, you would not even see them unless your focus was to find them. God began to speak to me. These are the words that blew my way. Just as the little foxes spoil the vine, it is the little fruit that produces a bounty. Your reactions to trouble, hurt, offense, and rejection are little fruit. The care for others in serving, helps, and gifts are little fruit. The decision made to trust instead of worry, little fruit. Any choice made to act or react in what Jesus would do, and not yourself, is fruit forming. 
The more that is practiced, the more fruit there is. Before you even notice, it will suddenly be formed in you. You will look in the mirror and see my child, and no longer what you, the world, or the enemy has labeled you. You will be fruitful. I believe the Message Bible puts this very plainly. In Galatians five twenty-two to 26 it says this, But what happens when we live in God's way? He brings gifts into our life much the same way that fruit appears in an orchard. Things like affection for others, exuberance about life, serenity. We develop a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in the heart and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments, not needing to force our way in life, able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. My wake-up this day in the windward was this. Do we wonder sometimes why we're not fruitful? What are we expecting fruit to look like? I have previously shared that our fruit is not for ourselves to eat, but it is for others. When others eat from us, they should taste good and not experience a bitter taste with us. Now today, I'm going to actually share another wind word. Because even though they were weeks apart on my blog, I believe that they can go together. So this one was titled Fruit Bearing. It goes like this. Today I'm reminded of the fruits of the Spirit. Do you recognize the seasons in your life that God has been working on producing these fruits in your life? We know these fruits as love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Maybe you are not like me. Maybe you have been more fruit-bearing than I have in my life. My experience has been bearing the wrong kind of fruit for most of my life. I would list my natural fruit like this. Wanting my own way. Moody. Anxious. Impatient. Envious. Scheming. Manipulative. Lacking commitment. Pushy. And flying off the handle. Oh, Trust me, they've been tempered over the years, and God has been pruning my tree, even fertilizing it a few times. Did you realize how God works at developing these gifts? Let's look at patience for an example. Like lifting weights to build up muscle, we need to resist the weight of our problems and trials to build up our patience. One day, as I was in my own little world, these words blew my way. I am making you gentle. I laughed right out loud. Then I was reminded of Sarah laughing when the angel told her that she would have a baby. I quickly repented and have been allowing the process ever since. Our wake-up this day was, take a moment and consider the fruit in your own life. Do you see these good fruits being produced in you? Did you know that your fruit is not really for you? It is for others. They should be drawn to you because they see the fruit and eat. Now those are my blog, Wind Words. 
Now, just recently, when I shared the experience of seeing the little fruit appear on the trees, first of all, you got to know this, right? You are the tree in God's orchard. You are the one that he's bearing fruit on. So that is definitely a process. First, we need to become a tree. And I believe 100% that we do that big becoming born from above. If you're not adopted into that family or that orchard, then how are you going to produce his good fruit? Right? Okay, so now let's move the picture on and we've become part of the orchard, part of the family of God. And here we are. Now, each of us have roots. And we've got good roots and bad roots because every single one of us has a past. And sometimes the Bible says that we need to take an axe to the root because some of those roots, wounds, unforgiveness, things that carry on from our past, well, they can just be a root that is growing Faster, stronger, holding us back. I don't know what the terminology should be, but I do know this that they need to be cut off because they're bad roots. But when we come along that, you know, and we're we're soaking up living water, we're soaking up those good roots and those good roots begin to spread and they begin to bring nourishment into our tree. And where our tree was barren and not cutting or not producing fruit, you know, our gardener, our father in heaven, he comes along and he cuts off branches. And you know, the ones that are beginning to have new growth, looking good. Dang it all, he prunes those too. In John chapter 15, you can go check it out, people. It really says, bottom lined, we're pruned if we do and we're pruned if we don't. Because his intention and our intention needs to be set that we want to bear fruit. Who I was, all those fruit that used to be my list, man, come on. They were rotten fruit. but And people had to eat them sometimes. But after I became born from above, and my believer begins to wake up and believe for more, I begin to grow good fruit. And my branches have been pruned and you know, sometimes it just wasn't so comfortable. But what happens is I begin to see those tiny little apples grow in my life. And it goes something like this. Here's a, a very recent experience that I had. And it is so simple, but I want you to see that it is a good fruit growing. Because I had just cleaned out my coat closet from the change of seasons from winter until spring. And I had tidied up my entryway and it was all done. And then my hubby comes home from work 
and he puts his shoes where he's always put them, in the entryway, in the open space for all to see. Now, I got to tell you, open, honest, and transparent, I have promised to be. And when I saw those shoes sitting out in the open and not behind that closed door in the closet that I had just cleaned and organized, (sighs) yep, that old fruit wanted to rise up. But it was like, wait a second. So there was a, a sentence for sure that was in my mind. And it went something like this. Why can he not see that everybody else's stuff is in the closet? Why does he think that he has the right to put his boots out here for all to see? And I know that I know that I know that the Holy Spirit quickly grabbed that negative bad fruit and cut it off and quickly said, is he not the king of this home? Is he not carry the priestly anointing? Are you not to humble yourself and to serve him? Not just because he's my husband, but because he's another and he needs to eat good fruit. Okay. Holy smokes. See, the cutting off isn't so nice. And we'll get into that other submission and, you know, duties of a wife and the bonding as one and the serving of your husband and the serving of your others. Those are all more layers of the truth of the living word that change us from the inside out. What I want you to focus on today is that I naturally wanted to produce a negative fruit. Because I have good roots and little apples growing, the Holy Spirit was able to cut it off quickly before it even came out of my mouth. Do you realize all of this happened on the inside of my spirit man? The inside of my soul, my mind, my will, and emotions. And I had a choice. I really did. You have a choice. Every time that you want to react, you have a choice, just like I do. Are you going to produce negative fruit? for others to eat? Or are you going to produce good fruit for others to eat? Because let me close this off with John chapter 15. And like I said, this talks very much about pruning and fruit growing. But I just want to close this off with John 15 verse 16 and 17. It says this, You are my friends when you do the things I command you. I'm no longer calling you servants because servants don't understand. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I was reading the wrong scripture. I'll start again at verse 16. Thank you for your patience, your forgiveness. Right now, you are producing good fruit for me. LOL. Okay, verse 16. You didn't choose me, remember? I chose you. 
and I put you in the world to bear fruit, fruit that won't spoil. As fruit bearers, whatever you ask the Father in relation to me, he gives you. But remember the root command, love one another. My fruit isn't for me. Your fruit is for me. My fruit is for you and for all those who are around me. Fruit is not for self. Fruit is for others to eat. What are you feeding them? You know, I don't know who you live with. I live with my husband right now. I live with my elderly mother. I live with my youngest daughter and who to and her two toddlers right now. Yes, there is three generations in my house. There is five females and one male. There is levels of what I would say is maybe believing, living like it. We are all human. We are each and each. We are each a tree. And let me tell you, Under my roof, there is plenty of opportunity to be producing fruit. We are a variety of trees and it takes work and effort to keep our tree producing good fruit for others to eat. So today, I want you to check. What is our wake up? Our wake up today is just what fruit are you feeding others? Look at it. Look at what your spouse is eating. Look at what your children, your grandchildren, your co-workers, your friends, your neighbors, your employer, anyone that is connected to you in any way is eating your fruit. What is it? Good? Bad? We all need pruned. Because you know, you're pruned if you do, and you're pruned if you don't. So until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.